This is an SJC Radio production. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is Pit Stop with Mr. Bird on SJC Radio. Welcome to Pit Stop. I've actually forgotten. It's definitely Series 4. And which episode is it? We actually had an episode which went out in half-term, but only... It was on, only on the tune-in. No, it was only on the podcast, wasn't it? The podcast went yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in terms of numbers, this is probably episode... I'd say four, five? Well, it might be seven. Wow! Time flies. I think it might be episode seven. I think it might be. Um, slightly reduced numbers this week. Uh, joining me are just Ed and Joe. Hello. Original pit crew, isn't it? it yeah. Well, yes, apparently. Yes, I, I forgot. It's just a bit bare. I forgot room. it was just the three of us who started it. It feels a bit bare without them. It does. It does a bit. Max, I think, has got... I know he's got to be muddled with the days of the week. We've just come back from half term. Max was surprised to hear that today... Was Tuesday. You it was only Monday. about lunchtime that I realised that pit stop was. Pit stop was. Um, I've known all day, sir. So I've known all day. Well done. Well and done, it was Jeff. Max reminding me. Yes. <laughs> you can go. Um, yes. And and Finn is he's at home, so he hasn't been in school today. Um, now talking about podcasts. So last week's episode went out uh, on podcast only because there are issues with the radio station. Um. In terms of podcasts, today I noticed that Tom has put the podcast with the full interview with Neil Trundle on. That was excellent, wasn't it? It was. I thoroughly recommend listening to that podcast. It was. It's about an hour and a half, I think. Yeah. We could have gone on longer. We could have. This is somebody whose experience in Formula One started in the late 60s through the 70s. Through the eighties, nineties, up to up to quite recently. Quite recently, um, we're going to be hard pushed to to get a better guest than him. Mm. So, strongly recommend uh, download well, we the have podcast. Faith in producer Tom. Well, Tom told us he's got some more guests lined up. Brilliant. It was quite a busy weekend. We had F one MotoGP. Now I can't say much about the F one. I tried to watch the highlights on YouTube. It didn't do much for me, but am I am I mistaken? There? I didn't watch it. Oh, 
But you, I gathered it, it was quite You didn't watch boring. it. Can you explain why you didn't watch it? But I'm intrigued by well, it. Well, everyone's only on Sky. It is, yeah. I don't have Sky. No, not at all. And I tried to watch it on Channel 4 afterwards, mm-hmm. but obviously the time difference and everything is... The time... Oh, what time? Because well, the race yeah. was at 8 o'clock. Oh, it started at 8 o'clock. Of course. Yeah. So, so, so I, think, I think they show the Channel 4 highlights something stupid like midnight. It would be. And is I'm not staying up well, that. You didn't record it at all. No. no. So you haven't seen any of it. Right. So we're relying, Joe, on you. Did you, I, I imagine you like you like to watch the all live, I like, don't you? I like, yeah, I, I much prefer to watch it live. I think probably because I have the privilege of doing so, so I definitely take advantage of that. Yeah. I think I watch pretty much every race live, pretty much every quality. So we're relying on you to tell us what the race was like. I, I liked it. Uh, really good battle between Ricardo and Bottas. Yeah. Although Bottas shouldn't have been down there. He was only down there because... Ricardo spun him out in the first lap. Oh, he did, yes. So in the first lap, obviously, it was a Mercedes 1 2, and it's the longest uh, run down to turn one on the calendar. I think yeah, I, I can understand so that. So actually, wrong way. Mercedes having a front row lockout and then a second row lockout for Red Bull actually probably was advantage Red Bull. Because so, they, they could get the slipstream yeah, down yeah, yeah. to. And they have a lot better starts generally than Mercedes. Yeah. So that, that was interesting to watch. Yeah. I mean, Verstappen went, left so much space around the outside, took full advantage of it as, you know, an F1 driver would, any F1 driver on the grid. So, so Verstappen went around the outside? Yeah, of, of both Mercedes. Really? Um, meanwhile, one of them was spun around. Yes. But, um, yeah. And just didn't lose the lead from that. So it was all settled in that um, first. Actually, that he, might, he, might have, he might have lost the lead when um, him and Perez stopped hmm. to change tyres. But other than that, there was no no worry, worrying signs for Verstappen. Worrying signs for Mercedes if they want to continue to win the championship with Hamilton. Oh. It's Verstappen's title to How lose. big is his lead? I think it's around 19 points now. So that's, oh, that's quite a sizable... And in the constructors, Mercedes are one point ahead of everyone. Oh, really? That's close, isn't it? So that's, how many stars did you give it, Joe? I'd, there were so many things to do and look at, and I had to revise the Spanish the next day. <laughs> um, so it was quite useful because... The middle phase of the race wasn't actually all that great. Yeah. So, sort of whilst Perez backed off from Hamilton, because there's a great battle there, yeah. uh, to sort of keep his engine cool this... and that sort of thing, I was able to revise. So, I give it a five stars because really? it, it, it really you. worked around me. It helped yeah. you with your revision. So, yeah, I give it five. I really enjoyed it's funny, the race. The, the excitement that you talk about didn't come across at all on the, on the, the very short YouTube um, highlights. Funny you mention, talking about your Spanish... Uh, revision. This might shock you, and it might shock our listeners. But in let me think, in 1990. So what would you have been there? 12, 12 years old. Actually, I shouldn't. I should have said the year, should I? <laughs> I shouldn't have said the year. But I, I must have carry on. In 1990, I went to the Silverstone round of the World Sports Car Championship. You know, Le Mans so, cars. So you like motorsport when you were 12? Yes. <laughs> and um, it was the day before my degree finals. <laughs> But there was no way I was missing that race because it was, <laughs> honestly, it, it was this Mercedes-Jaguar battle was so intense. There was no way I was missing that race. So I took all my history textbooks with me, put them nice. in the car. Did I look at them? No. No, no. But I had them in the car to, to, make, make, you feel better. to make you feel better. Yeah. That day before my degree finals, I was at Silverstone. And I actually think in 1988, the day before my first year exams, mm-hmm. I was at Silverstone again. Nice. Uh, it was the International Trophy Race. That's, what, Formula 3000? Think Think F2 today. Uh, Johnny Herbert was in that, actually. And I think Johnny Herbert won the race. Um, 
And I, again, I had to go to that. Yeah. I'm not telling students to not revise or, or prioritise motorsport over. You are, but when they're at university. I am saying that, aren't yeah. I? But I don't yeah. mean to, to... I'm just telling you what happened. I mean, it was wrong. Miss Maguire, if you're listening, we always <laughs> prioritise. <laughs> it was wrong, hey, but, but I got a decent degree, and I got to see... And actually, Michael Schumacher was racing for Mercedes in 1990. Well, that's the check, the check you're about to... Who, who won? Uh, well, that, the year 1990 was dominated by Mercedes, but at Silverstone, one of the Mercedes cars was disqualified... It was disqualified in qualifying. I forget why. I have to look that up for next week. Perhaps you can look for it now. There's some reason why one of the Mercedes cars didn't take part in the race. The remaining Mercedes had technical issues when Schumacher was at the wheel. And I remember being on Tell that. Tell you what, I we'll leave that for a question for the listeners. If anyone knows, <laughs> come in to us. It's got a niche question. It is a niche question. But we'll see if anyone knows. Can you, can you find that? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm all happy to. I'll think, tell you off air, though. I think there was something this. controversial about that. But during the race... What year? 90. 1990. During, that was the last year of the original Silverstone layout. So a bit of a sad moment as well, because the following year, they, 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 they changed it all. They changed it to the current layout? More or less. Well, no, no, not, not the current. Well, more or less. I mean, they... They altered cops, they altered Beckett's, they altered Stowe, they altered Club, they altered pretty much everything. It's, yeah. um, I remember celebrating when, when the Mercedes was, when Schumacher was at the world and it hit and had mechanical issues. I was on the hangar straight with my brother and we were cheering, so jeering at Schumacher and the Mercedes because they pleased that the Jaguar went on to win. Um, but there was something, maybe it's the fact that it was, Jaguar's home race that, that I think Mercedes somehow infringed the rules in practice and they, and one of the cars was I'm going to say disqualified I might be wrong Joe I think you have you found that Joe yeah did not qualify now it wouldn't if it didn't qualify that wouldn't be on pace because the Mercedes were pair on track is what it says here it's what please what do you I'm trying to it's quite a weird list I'm trying to see okay. so I've got the car that is this the one that was driven by Michael Schumacher or not that's the car that no, that retired in the race. So is this the, the one? other Mercedes didn't take the start? And there was a reason for that. Jean Louise Schlesser. Uh, Jean Louise Schlesser. Yes. Yeah. Um, result: practiced only T car grid T car. No time. Doesn't say why. Well, after I'll, I'll look into. I get back to. Some digging for that. I'll get back to the listeners next week because I, I can find out about that. Um, oh, I think I can hear the sound of MotoGP. B bikes approaching. Must be time to talk about MotoGP. Right. Well, actually, funny enough, you, you snore there. It wasn't the greatest race. Uh, it, it was a disappointing race. Um, I mean, I was quite pleased about the result. Yes, we'll talk about that in a minute. But yes, I can see why. Bagnaia won, which was. Quite predictable in some respects. Um, right, let's have a think. Oh, yes, okay, so Moto2 Bagnaia won. Not a great race. Moto2 was interesting because I thought Ralph Fernandez would win that easily. His teammate, Remy Gardner, won. It was all down to tar choice. Um, Fernandez went for the soft rear, Gardner the hard rear. It turned out the hard rear was the better tyre to have. So, and what it means is, in effect, Remy Gardner's won the Moto2 Championship. In effect. Moto3 was very dramatic. Very yes. dramatic. 
because, it, well, it's full of drama, as they always are, the most of the races. On the last lap, Dennis, did you see it? You yeah. told me about this. Yeah, Dennis right. Foggia, who's, who's fighting with Acosta for the championship, last lap, you know, he's in like second place. I think Acosta may be in the lead, but there's a good chance that Foggia would have overtaken him. He gets taken out by that oaf, Darren, Darren Binder, takes him out. So Darren Binder completely ruined the World Championship on the last lap. Darren Binder, who, by the way, has only won one Moto3 race and is going up to MotoGP next season. He's skipping Moto2. It's going straight there. I know. It's ludicrous. I assume that's Brad Binder's It is. It is his brother. It is. It's crazy. He hasn't done enough for Moto3 to justify leaving up to MotoGP. And I think it's crazy, personally. Um... So, the Moto3 Championship is done and dusted. Acosta's the world champion because of Darren Binder. It's a shame. So, we've only got... The only one that goes down to the wire is Moto2, but Remy Gardner would have to retire in that race and Fernandez would have to win it, I think, in order for Fernandez to overhaul Gardner's advantage. Right, we move on to the interesting bit. The points table. It's all changed. Um, it's all changed. What are, let me talk about the how we did in each of the races. So Formula One, um, let's have a look. Ed got the full house. You got the full house. Yeah. Verstappen, Hamilton, Perez, 75 points. Max also got the full house. Isn't that his second week in a row? He got it last time. He got the full house last time. I won't go on about Formula One being predictable. I won't, I won't go on about that. Um, I've heard it enough times. I know. I got 50 points. Joe... You've got, only got a 45. Um, MotoGP, Ed, you top scored in that as well. You almost got the double. Yeah. You got Bagnaia to win and Miller third. You were lucky about that because you had Marquez and I allowed you to change it. I remember something you said last year. I remember when we were recording that, I remember something you said last year about Portugal and Jack Miller. That he likes it because there's lots of undulations. Oh, he like to. Oh, I wish I remember what I said now. And so, I, and so when I saw Marquez was, um, well, he wasn't going to race. He wasn't going to race. I thought, well, I know I'm going to put in. Well, you did well there. Quattararo was was he actually he was nowhere and he crashed. Is having a funny end to this? Is it because he's won the championship? He can, I, mean, I guess you can sort of let off a little you, bit you now. Can, you can a bit relax. Um, let's have a look. Uh, Joe didn't do so well, but having said that, now I laughed at your prediction for Mir to win. Well, Mir came second, yeah. and actually that was his best performance of the year. It's the first time he qualified on the front row, and he was really, really strong. Um, Mir could be man of the match uh, for GP. although Alex Marquez, who was fourth, who's had a disastrous season, is also contender for man of the match. Um, I only got 10 points. Oh, dear. You know, I, it was a gamble. I said going for Oliveira to win was a gamble, and it was very clear from FP1 that the factory the factory KTMs just, just weren't competitive. Funny enough, the the privateer team, the um, the Tech 12 KTM team, they were actually quite competitive. Ikola Quona um, was was up there in every single practice session. Um, Ikola Quona is only I think he's like twenty one, he's very young. He's a real superstar and he hasn't got a ride next year. Do you not? No. He's he, been replaced by Binder. Um, well, actually, no, he's not being replaced by Binder. So he's in the... Oh, gosh, you put him in the spot here. So who's got... I, I think it'll be... It'll be Acosta and Gardner going up to the Tectoire. So it's Acosta and Gardner are taking the place of 
um, Laquona and uh, Petrucci. Laquona is going to Wells Superbikes to race for the factory Honda team. He'll be back in MotoGP. It's a great shame, I think, we're losing a superstar like Laquona and yet, and yet we're getting Darren Binder going out to MotoGP, who I don't think should be there. So one person who should be there is Laquona, and, and he's, he's lost his ride. So overall, we're not a fan? No, we? well, I quite like Darren Binder, but he should go to Moto2. You shouldn't be leaping up to MotoGP unless you've completely dominated Moto3. You shouldn't be making that leap. So, okay, the table's been all changed here. Let's go. Obviously, Finn, is, it's not fair to include <laughs> Finn. Uh, his gamble of uh, Perez to win Ricardo second Alonso <laughs> didn't pay off. And in MotoGP, uh, Quattro didn't win. Of course, he retired. Zarco, as he was fifth, he had quite a good ride. Mir was third, he did quite well with that. But this is a little bit sad here. In fourth place, last is me. Oh. With, only, with 560. Joe, like sadness continues. Yeah. You're third with 575. So I can possibly overtake you. Great. Max has had a stormer. He's on 595. But Ed, I think, is one. Well, he, that's the biggest points haul. Of, that's 125 points over the weekend. Good that's, weekend. That's the biggest. That. You weren't doing that well up until then. No. I think I, 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 I was. Yeah. I remember it was us two fine out of the So I, I'm out of this. I'm completely out of it. I'm going to try and beat you now, Joe. That's my challenge. Right. I've got to hold my lead. Joe, you told us you had a very good fact of the week. Yes. Okay. And it's going to make you go, ooh, yes. Yeah. I mean, as as all Joe fact of the week. Too. You are right. Yes. Every time we've run a sprint race in Formula One. Mm-hmm. Carry on. Which is twice. It's only yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is why it's relevant. Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen have then crashed in the race, causing one of, at least one of them to yeah. be in So, of course, in Silverstone, Silverstone yes, and Monza. in Monza, where Max happens on top of... Yes, you are right. In, in when you say every time there's been... Yeah. Be well, hopefully, not hopefully it'll happen this weekend, because <laughs> I'm not, no, not an advocate for Make a crash. It, it would, it would, a Max DNF would certainly spice things where up. Where are we this weekend? Where are we this weekend? Uh, Brazil. Into Lago. So sprint race in Lagos. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Tell you what, a Max DNF would spice up the championship a lot. If, the last if Lewis wins and Max DNFs, yeah. that's going to be that'd be a very very Lewis. Yeah. And how many rounds after that? Is it three. three? Hold on. What? There's still. Hold on. After this weekend, there's, there's still Qatar, Inter Lagos, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Abu Dhabi. This season just goes on and on forever. It is. It's great, isn't it? It's well, great. I mean, well, it's brilliant. I know, Joe, yeah. you believe that more is more. More is definitely. I'm more. Mathematically, more is more. I am more. Less is more. It's not though, is it? What about it's, you? Wait, I you, mean, you I would between, have, aren't you? I think 2019, that's. The, I think yeah. 18 to 20, that's a, that's a good range. Yeah. And I think how there many, are a few. How many got this year? About 23, I think. 22, yes. 23. That's a lot, isn't it? A lot. And I think there are definitely a few tracks in the, cal- the current calendar and also next year's that I would. Which, which would you ditch? I would... I'd ditch Russia. I'd ditch Russia. Uh, China's coming back. What, Shanghai? Uh, yeah. yeah. Until like 2025. 2025. I'd, I'd, I'd ditch China. I'd ditch Russia. These are not See the countries Saudi the tracks. See um, Saudi Arabia does, yeah. but I'm not... I, I, no, I, I was watching... Uh, on, I watched a clip on YouTube last week about the Saudi Arabian streets. It's not... doesn't look ready, does it? No, you are right. Yeah. It didn't look ready at all. If it is ready, it's going to be an exciting-looking circuit because it's, 
It's like it's really fast. Yeah, I know, yeah. it's not really the street circuit. I reckon if they're a runoff, it might be a bit interesting, but no one's going to really be that in- incentive. Well, I'll tell you what, if there's no run-off, runoff and there's concrete walls and it's fast, that sounds good to me. I'm just but worried. It didn't look ready at all. I mean, no. it's nowhere near ready. Yeah, I'm just worried that there's not going to be any, you know, long straights. Well, not long straights, but high, heavy braking zones. Heavy braking zones. It did strike me as being lots and lots of fast curves. I think that's something yeah. that seems good for MotoGP. I think that's what we're getting at Qatar. I think no real braking zones. I mean, it's good, good race, good like fun to drive, I presume. Yeah. But it's not really no could be overtaking. Yeah. On the subject of of race tracks, I like to grade the circuits. I'm going to grade Mexico. Yeah. Let me give that a C minus. Yeah, I think that's fair. I like the I like the long start finish straight. I love that. I, I quite like the first, you know, uh, chicane. You know, the sort of S section of the, the right, the right left, left right. I quite like that. Quite like the next straight, but the following section, the left right, is far too slow. Yeah, it's then the it's, same sort of thing as um, a Cota. It is section. I, I've been thinking about this, and I've kind of realized why a lot of modern day circuits have these stadium sections we have lots of was well that's part of it so the reason why they got lots of slow corners in a small area you didn't have this back in you know go back to 80 when i started watching formula one you never had slow corners and there was you if you had a fast corner the next corner would be somewhere along but now we have lots of corners in in a small area and, and they're slow. And I, I, I realised what it is. It's Bernie Eccleston wanted that because it means the Cameras. sponsors yeah, get more airtime. Mm. If, they, if they're going very slowly in a sort of stadium section, in Mexico there are two stadium and sections. you're right, it's uh, all the new tracks. Yeah. Abu Dhabi as well. It means the cars are going slower, so television, television viewers, spectators there can see the sponsors more clearly. And they can see them for a longer period of time if there's a whole series of slow corners. Uh, that that is the reason. Um, I tell you what, I think this is the, a track that I like a lot. I like the Red Bull Ring, and I like the yeah. uh, one in Canada, which hopefully we're seeing next year because we've missed that for two years. I'm really what, what was that? The, what was uh, Canada? Oh, in Montreal. Um, Montreal. That's a good yeah. circuit. Yeah. That's a classic circuit. I, I really like those two yes. tracks. I'm sure, my favourite. Well, those are two tracks. Get rid of those. No, get, get, keep those. Keep those. Get rid of Russia. Get rid of China. Again, you look at those two circuits. And I was thinking about this. The Red Bull Ring. That's a circuit which doesn't have lots of slow corners in a small within. But they still have plenty of stands. So Bernie Eccleston, if you're listening, you know that's how you do it. Plenty of stands in Montreal as well. So when you say stands, what do you mean? Stadiums, section type things. Like plenty of room for viewers, if that's what you want. Well, yeah, no, plenty of grandstands. Yeah. What we're saying there isn't. Thankfully, there's no stadium section. Oh right, the Red Bulls. Stadium sections are very slow, aren't they? And I've said this before. Turn one. I'm sure you'll go to the Red Bull Ring at some stage in your life. Turn one. Yeah, for sure. Best place you watch motorsport from. Brilliant place. It'd be amazing to see them hurtling down. It is. You can see most of the circuit. It's a great place to watch. Um, on the subject of race tracks. Um, on YouTube, I was I had the it's on, no, it's on Eurosport. I had the misfortune to watch a little bit of the WTCR, which is the World Touring Car Championship. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was from a circuit called Adria in Italy. Now, Adria isn't the world's greatest circuit. What I didn't know is that the circuit had a major revamp last year, and it's the same company who did Zandvoort Dromo. Oh yeah. So I thought this, this would be really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Now, I was singing Dromo's praises because they did a brilliant job with Zandvoort. And especially once 
um, the new regs come in to remove dirty air, Zamfort's going to be amazing. Yes, overtaking will be easier. Well, I was singing Jomo's praises over Zamfort. They've done a terrible job with Adria. Adria, which wasn't a great circuit, is now the tightest and fiddliest circuit I've ever seen. In fact, the race was unwatchable. It's just hairpin straight, hairpin straight. It's just, they've done a terrible job with that circuit. So I take back, I've got, I've got a theory though, maybe with Dromo, they say, what is the character of this circuit? So Zambo said, well, Zambo's quite an exciting circuit. Let's make it really exciting. And perhaps with Adria, they thought, it's quite a tight and twisty circuit. That's his character. Let's make it really, really, really tight and twisty. So maybe that's what they do, but it, it's terrible circuit. Terrible. That gets a U. So if that was handed in, that was handed as a homework, I would say I'm, I'm not accepting that. Take it away and redo it. We're coming back with, and you can have an after, and you can have after school detention whilst you're at it. Honestly, they've done a terrible job. What's A star then, sir? In your opinion, it's probably going to be track, track I, episode. I, I am. What gets an A star? What, no. What is your favourite circuit? Well, I, what be A star? Thank, thank you for mentioning that because it is relevant to this weekend coming. Because one of my favourite events is the. Putty Le Mans race at Road Atlanta. That's a 10-hour endurance race for the IMSA, you know, Le Mans type cars. Yeah. If there's one event, if you, if, if you know, if I could go to any race in the world, it's quite difficult, obviously, at the present time with COVID, but also I'm restricted by when our, by our term times. If I could go to any race, if school wasn't an issue, I'd go to the Petit Le Mans race at Red Atlanta. Red Atlanta, Joe, gets the A star. Does it? I'm because not going to watch an onboard. I, I can't fault it. It's got everything. It's got tremendous gradient. It's got very fast corners. It's got a long straight. It's got the, the feature um, aspect of the circuit. It's a kind of a down and up lesser section. It's got everything. It's got no tarmac runoff. Um, I cannot fault Road Atlanta. It's not the longest circuit. It's about two and a half miles long. But it's the only circuit, international circuit in the world, which I'd give an A plus to. Whoever designed in the that world. Circuit. Yes, I'm saying I think it's the best racetrack in the world. What about F1? Favourite F1 circuit? Uh, Monza. Monza? I've been to Monza. I love Monza. Actually, Monza is good. Monza I mean, is it's Red Bull Ring's good, though. I like, like the Red Bull Ring. Monza's Spa. my favourite. Spa is good, but... Um, I've said before, I don't like the runoff at Blanchimont. I don't like yeah. the tarmac runoff at Stabolo. But apparently they're going to change some of those to gravel traps. That's good then. So that'll improve Spa. But for me, Joe's actually watching on his it's um, good. I'm smartphone. It. You're on the back straight there. So this is a computer game, isn't it? It is, yeah. So Joe's watching. It's a generated image here, yeah. Yeah. And this is the last. Ooh. The last very steep downhill, very steep, into a very fast right-hander. And then after the start, yeah. finish straight, we've got to go, oh, keep going. Got right keep going we've, already, we've already seen it. Have you? Oh, it's a very fast uphill right-hander, so I'm one. Uh, it, it's the best circuit in the world, which is why one of the reasons I'd like to go there. And, and oh, yeah, it does, does look pretty good. Just about to enter the, 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 the S's section. So this, this doesn't make very good radio. No, it does doesn't. It? It, would make, it would make good TV. It would, <laughs> make, it would make good TV. Terrible radio. Maybe we should move into that. You got anything lined up, Ed? Oh God, diamond! Actually, you don't have to. We can find something. We can always leave it out for the week. Well, uh, whilst whilst he's getting something, yes, we should do what we normally do at the end of the show. Should we do predictions? Yes, well done, well done, good man. Right, um, I have to. I will message Finn on Teams. He'll be back. Okay, so of course we've got a double header again this weekend. We do so we got F one from Italagos. Yep, and we've got MotoGP from. 
Valencia. I'm sure it's, it is Valencia. Right, so, um, Ed, uh, yes. do you want to... You've got to go first with the F1 prediction. Where are we? Into Argos. Into Argos. Uh, Stappen to win. I think... And Lewis P2. Very, very yeah. dull. Especially when you're 100 points ahead. You might be able to make it exciting. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> When we got chocolate bars, it's yeah. Well, yeah, I got that. Yeah. <laughs> Can't take any risks. And then we'll go Perez again. Yeah, it worked for me last yeah. week. Well, so it, no point. Uh, Joe, what about you? Um, Hamilton's got his back to wall here. You know, if he if he loses, yeah, here, yeah, I say loses, he's going to come second probably. He's he's really in a tough place in the championship. I'm going Hamilton for the win. Yeah. Um, as much as I'm a Verstappen fan. Yeah. Um, I'm going to then say. Verstappen, then I'm going to say, so it's quite a quick track, I'd say McLaren-Norris. Yeah, I quite like that. I mean, I'm not going to go on about how predictable Formula 1 is, don't do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go Verstappen to I think we've done that before on the I show, know, haven't we? Yeah, I think we might have done that a couple of times. Verstappen <laughs> first, Hamilton, it has to be Hamilton second. Uh... I'm going to go Perez third. Sorry, I've just copied you, Ed. Oh, that's, that's... To be fair, I, I, I've done that to try and be interesting. I think that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, in, in... I think you're probably right. I think that's the safest option at the moment. Right. Well, much, more, much more exciting and much more unpredictable than that one is MotoGP. Uh, so, Ed, yeah. your predictions for that. So, Valencia, a bit tight, twisty. I'm going to go the exact same as I had last week. Minus Jack Miller. Uh, and I'm going to say... Marquez, who I originally thought. Now, we have to double check. I will allow you again, I'm being very generous here. If he hasn't recovered from his concussion from his. If he's not racing. That, okay. I'll take. Uh, oh, Zarco. He actually got a decent result in, in Portugal. Um, so, Joe, what about your message? I'm going to say Ben Bagnaia. Yeah. Start off with. Um, Marquez. Uh, but if he's if he's not fit, oh, okay. Yeah, but you go Marquez if he's I'll not fit. Back. If he's not fit, I'll go for Mir again yeah. because he's, yeah. he's. And then I'll go for Paul Espargo. Oh, that's actually okay. Let me give you some feedback. That's actually that that is pretty good. I'm going to go. I thought Mir was so good um, in Portugal, and he won last year in at Valencia. I'm going for Mir one. It's hard to look past Bagnaia for two. Now, what about Quintanilla? I mean, I don't think the Yamaha will be that competitive there. It's got a long straight, and the corners are quite slow. So I'm going to go in third place for, funny enough, I am tempted to go for Paul Espargaro because he's done well. I'm going to go, I'm going to copy you, Joe. Oh, no, but I'm trying to catch you up, so I won't copy you. Alex, Mark, Mark I'm going to go for, oh, let's, let's go for... Jorge Martin. Yeah, that, that's that's a, that's something different, isn't it? Finn and Max will contact uh, over teams. Uh, moving on. Uh, Ed is ready. I'm ready. Uh, right. Uh, Joe, do you want to start asking me some questions? Ask a question about who. who um, okay. Do you um, still race in F1? I do. Correct. There's like 20 left. Are you a race winner? No. Podium sitter? No. Oh, right. Okay. Hasn't okay. podiumed. Hasn't podiumed. Okay, that that actually sets a, quite a lot of the field out because you know Ocon would have done, Sykes would have done, Alonso yeah. obviously has done, Raikkonen obviously. 
So that means that leaves us with sort of Giovinazzi, both the Haases. Yes. Russell has. He's so, podium, doesn't he? Yeah. So uh, Latifi, Latifi hasn't. hasn't. Stroll has. Yeah. Obviously Vettel yeah, has. Not that many. No. Just that. Um, I'm going to ask, are you European? No. So that's Latifi. Latifi. What? Anybody else apart from Latifi? Um, isn't European. Oh, what about Sonoda? Oh yes, Sonoda. Uh, quite likes Sonoda as well. Well, Mazepin, he's Russian, but we and also, and also, what I would say is yeah. that wasn't Sonoda involved in some sort of? Yeah, he was. I, I can talk was about it, was that. That would be relevant. Can you talk about that? Should we guess first, just to make sure we're yeah, right? You, you, you guess it. Um, is it? Yuki Tsunoda. It is Yuki Tsunoda. Can you explain the relevance? Shall I explain the the reasoning? The relevance is he made a bit of a mess up. (laughs) I'm not sure (laughs) I can say that. He gave a bit of a mess up. up. Yeah. Yeah. In in qualifying, Mm -hmm. where he was purely there, he was taking an entry penalty. So he was purely there in Q3 to give his teammate, um, Pierre Gasly, a slipstream down this very long Mexico straight. Um, and he'd, he'd obviously given Gasly a slipstream and then pulled to the side. And obviously he wasn't going for a competitive lap himself. There's yeah. no point. So he was just meandering around the circuit. And here came oh, no. Sergio no. Perez and Max Verstappen. Oh, no. About 10 seconds gap between them, I'd say. Yeah. So Yuki Tsunoda then decides to put on the brakes. And it's quite a fast right-hander in the S's section. Yes. So he just goes off circuit into that. Yeah. And obviously, Paris thinks there's an incident, yellow flag, so he slows down completely. Oh, so the mistake wasn't Sunoda. So Sunoda went to... No, Sunoda, yeah, and, and not stopped, but he's going very slowly. He went off circuit to allow the, the red Paris to go. Yeah. Paris then slows up, um, and then that obviously slows down Max Verstappen. So it wasn't really Sunoda's fault then? I it? thought it was. I'm I mean, not sure how well I've explained it. Yeah. But um, I think he's trying to get out of the he's way. He's trying to get out of the way, he's trying to do the right thing. Caused the yellow flag. Yeah. Oh right. Made. Because he went off the circuit. Because he went off the circuit oh, very presume. slowly. So Czech Perez has had to lift. Right. And he's gone off circuit to let Max Verstappen through. Yeah. So it's both of them off and circuit. Had to lift. Had to lift, obviously. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, thankfully it, it did. It's it worked out well. It, it worked really? out well because actually, had he had he been on the front row, of course, then Hampton might have got that toe to the mm-hmm. first corner. So. Maybe starting from second row on the grid with that very long straight is an advantage. They used to say that at Spa, didn't they? That I think starting at P3 off. is the prime position. I think same as at Spa, because you, you're flat. And Russia. And Russia as well. Mm. Yes, you're, you're flat up until, yeah. Spa's quite a short run to... Maybe you have a hairpin, but then you've got... But, but you've got Rouge, that. Rouge, you're flat out all the way. Oh, Campbell. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. I, I I think we're done there. I think we, we are. are. I think we I think are. we've covered everything. We did rather well there. Good show. Excellent. So, please, cheer. well, hopefully this will go out on the radio. Yes. Depends on. But if not, you'll see it on, uh, on the tuning page. You'll, you'll hear it. Yeah, oh, you know, you will see it. You'll yeah. see it on the tuning page. You'll see it, and then you'll click on it, and, and then, then you'll think, then that's you'll, a good show. Then you'll hear us. Uh, well, I reckon Tom told me we need to come up with names for the show, each show, because oh, he right. says he struggles, and he says he doesn't want to just really? call an episode, yeah, whatever. You, you know what? If we were, it's got to, be circuits, if we were to start this again, because when somebody said to me, you need a name for the show, and I'd swirl pit stop, what I might do next season is change the name. Do you know what I want to call it? I want to call it Motorsport Matters. It's quite clever, and there's a slight nod to Alan Partridge. Because, <laughs> because, because Motorsport Matters... We are discussing motorsport. Yeah. At yeah. the same time, you are saying that motorsport is important. I just think it's a very clever, mm-hmm. like next season we are changing it. There you go. The branding's going to change. Said, you've got to think of a time. I don't know. I said pit stop. 
Oh, yeah, have I given it? Yeah, it is quite good. But I given, like it. Uh, yes, but next season we're going to change it's it. It's on to the yard. Uh, I just said to Alex, you're recording pit stop. Now I say you're recording MM. MF, sure. MM, MM, Motorsport Matters. So next season, which is next term, we're mm-hmm. changing the name to Motorsport Matters. I look forward to that. I, I'm quite excited about that. But what should we call this episode? It's got to be Circuit Special, hasn't it? That's what we went okay, on for the Okay, Circuit Special you sounds good to me. A lot of circuits, Brilliant. Right. That's the end of Circuit Special, I think. It is. So please tune in next week. Goodbye. 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 Hasta luego. Adeo. Joikin. Odabo. Barajirin. Paka. Joikin. Uva. Salut. Naskodanol. This was an SJC Radio production. It was presented and written by Mr. Bird, Joe and Ed. The editor was Mr. Bird and it was produced by Tom Russell. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pit Stop with Mr. Bird. There's a few new things I want to make you aware of. We've got a new website, which you can find by going online to shows.acast.com forward slash pitstop, where you can also find links to our Twitter and uh, on the about page, more information about the hosts as well. We're also on lots more platforms in addition to where you're listening to us now. So we're now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music and lots more, as well as TuneIn like we've been on since we started so head over to those platforms to subscribe on the most convenient one for you and find all our back catalogue of episodes to listen to again as well